Hello and welcome to Z3 News. I'm James Bailey and today is Friday, January 13, 2017. Our topic today is an amazing prophetic dream that was received on January 11, 2017 by Z3 contributor Fernanda Minagasi Lojak. What she saw in her dream is very relevant to what's happening in the world today because it has to do with this conference going on in Paris where they're discussing Middle East peace, 70 nations coming together without Israel's participation. These nations, including the United States, are making a plan to implement a two-state solution that would divide the land of Israel into two nations, Israel and Palestine. Fernanda saw in her dream the severe consequences and catastrophes that are coming on the United States as a result of this conference. I believe what she has to share today is very significant because her dream revealed that this conference in Paris is going to be remembered as a major turning point in world history. I want to start by introducing Fernanda. She's a wife and business owner with a background in nursing. She's not practicing nursing right now, though, because she stepped out and started her own business. She operates a brick-and-mortar store called North Fork Natural, where she formulates natural, handmade skin care and wellness products. Fernanda has been having prophetic dreams and visions since she was two years old. She has a real passion for prophetic dreams and visions, which is why she started following Z3 News. So, Fernanda, welcome to Z3 News, and thank you for joining us and sharing this word. God really gave you an awesome dream, didn't he? He did, and it was really awesome and just humbling, and it was surreal, really, waking up and having that vision within the dream. It felt so real to me, you know? I was reading your um, you know, your bio information. It's interesting because you went to nursing school and became a registered nurse, but then you took a different direction right. and started your own business. Right. So basically, let me tell you a little bit about myself quickly. I, but I was born and uh, raised in Brazil, and um, I came to United States. It was something that God provided for me. My family was poor. We didn't have the means for me to have an education. Uh, but God opened those doors, and I went to college, and then I got married. And How old were you when you came to the United States? I was, the first time I was 16, I came in 1998 as a foreign exchange student for a year in high school. And then I, I went back to Brazil to finish high school, but I didn't have a really good home life. I wasn't, like, raised by my parents. I moved around a lot when I was a kid from place to place, living mostly with my two grandmothers and but God made a way for me to come back, and um, he provided a way for me to go to school. Uh, and I, te- I attended college for four years. I never paid a penny for tuition, so that was pretty miraculous. Ended up, you know, getting married, um, met my husband, Peter, who wasn't really a Christian at the time, and I wasn't really living, you know, a, a solid Christian lifestyle. Um, but, you know, I've always prayed and asked God to change my life and lead me in the right way, and he did. You know, slowly he guided me, and I started attending church. But anyway, I worked in business finance for a while, worked for a mutual fund company for a couple of years, and 
I wasn't really happy working in a cubicle, so I decided to go back to school for nursing. And I went to nursing school, graduated in 2010, and I worked as a nurse for about three years. You know, I wasn't really happy working in a hospital environment. It's very stressful and all the hospital politics and all that. Although I enjoy patient care, you know, taking care of patients. Um, but then, you know, I, at that time, a friend of mine introduced me to essential oils. And I was going through a lot of um, just anxiety that I struggled with. And uh, I've always had problems sleeping. So I started using, you know, some lavender and some other oils, just for, like, sleeping, relaxation. And I'm always been interested in holistic health, so I started making my own soap, my own deodorant at home, just for personal use. And sometimes I would give to friends and family. And then people started asking for more. So I decided to uh, pursue an education in aromatherapy. I got my aromatherapy certification and started my own business. So that's what I do now. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, and it's it's starting to grow now. Um, so it, I've been in business now for about a year and a half. So the first year, you know, I didn't make any money. Now I'm getting to the point where you know people are finding out about me. But yeah, I wanted to ask you: you were having dreams and visions since you were two years old. Yes. My first um, dream that I can remember, I was two years old, and I didn't understand until I was a little bit older, my teenage years, but um, the dream had to do with my parents getting divorced and the destruction of my house and my home and my family life, and I still remember it clearly to this day. Wow. And then how old were you when they got divorced? It was right shortly after that, like two or three Wow. I understood it in my teenage years that it meant it, it, it was warning me about what was going to happen to my family. So when I was two years old, and I remember I still have memories from when I was two years old. But it's, it's awesome that God would speak to you at two years old. Yeah, it's amazing sometimes. You know, you don't, you don't realize now looking back, like, wow, you know, God has been with me throughout this time and my life has been very painful I told you I wasn't raised by my parents I had a lot of bad things happen to me obviously and I didn't share everything with you but um a lot of traumatic events but yeah looking back you know it's like he was there showing me I'm with you I'm gonna show you this and I'm gonna you're gonna be fine kid (laughs) that is awesome yeah very humbling he is a parent to those who have no parents yeah you know father yeah to the fatherless and the orphans amen and he restored my relationship now with my parents and now here i am yeah so yeah you're um this was an amazing dream that you had uh three days ago yes it was i still can't stop thinking about it and god has revealed me more you know giving me more interpretation ever since I, I first emailed you about the dream. Great. Why don't you just start at the beginning of the dream and just tell us what you saw, and uh, then we can get into what you interpret it as. Okay. So this is a dream that I had on January 11, 2017. It's around 4 o'clock in the morning. And in this dream, I actually had an open vision within the dream. And the amazing thing about it is that after I woke up from having this dream, it felt as if the vision had happened while I was awake. It was, it was very real. In the dream, I 
I was in France, and I just knew in my spirit that I was there. And I was standing in in this building, and it looked like an outdoor mall, except instead of retail stores, um, there were office buildings, you know, like um, businesses. So I was inside this office when I felt the earth shake, and it started swaying from side to side. So I looked up to the ceiling, and I thought, wow, if I stay here, the ceiling is going to collapse and fall on top of me. I could die. So I thought it would be better to go outside and be in the open, you know, space, open air. That way there would be nothing falling on me. So as I run outside, the earth continued to kind of shake a little bit, more like a rumbling. It wasn't shaking as much as before. And I started looking around and observing to see if there was any damage done. And then I looked to my left, and I saw a group of men, maybe three, two or three of them. And they were hanging posters on the walls of these buildings. And the posters had a hate message on them. Like, they hated God, and they just, they wanted to discredit God, right, in the Word of God. And that's what I felt in my spirit. And then I looked again to the left of them, and I saw that they actually had a retail space there. Uh, not a retail, but a, an office. They have a business front right there in that in that mall. So then I started to observe everything around me, and I looked to my right, and I saw my dad coming towards me, my my earthly dad, right? And I said, well, there was no real damage done. You know, the earth just shook a little bit, but nothing happened. And he said, oh, no, on the other side of town where I was standing, the earth shook more violently, and it caused one side of the highway to cross over to the opposite side. So as if the earth had cracked and the road lifted up and kind of flipped over to the other side. So he, he said that, and then immediately after he told me that, I found myself having an open vision. And in front of me, in front of me, appeared this massive screen, what I would compare to like a, a movie theater screen, but much, much larger in size. Like it took my whole field of vision. And it was just me on the screen. And on the screen was a map of the United States. And it was like yellowish in color. And I just observed all the borders, you know, traced from west to east. And then suddenly, three other smaller maps, exact replicas, right, of the big map, appeared on top of the big map in a triangle structure. So there was one on top and then two on the bottom left and right. And then on each map... What was interesting was that they each had a logo. It was black and white, and it reminded me of the Disney logo. You know, it had a little castle structure with a little star on top and some buildings, like resembling a skyline. So that was interesting. So in my spirit, I thought of the word fantasy land when I saw that logo. And also two of those maps, the ones that were on the bottom, they had push pins, like, pushed into different regions of the map. You know, those little push pins you push into cork boards. They have, like, different colors, like, red, you know, white, blue, red, yellow. So the two maps on the bottom had certain push pins pushed into them. This all happened very quickly. But as I took all this information in and I looked at all these three maps, my eyes were drawn to the map that was on top of the triangle structure. 
and my eyes zoomed into Manhattan, and I saw um, the island of Manhattan being hit by two missiles very quickly, one, two. So as the first one hit the earth, the map cracked, and then the second one hit, and it cracked again in a chunk of Manhattan, and suddenly this water came rushing from the east, and it quickly inundated the map, that whole area of Manhattan, the whole area of the map. But it was interesting that it was the missiles hitting first, and then quickly the water came from the east and also from um, the cracks that had formed on the ground. The missiles hit, and it cracked the ground, and then... Cracked the ground, like a chunk of the map, like you could see the map cracking, kind of separating a little bit. Mm. You know, as if you're tearing a garment, kind of like, it's hard to explain, but it was like a tearing, like it actually separated the island a little bit. They hit, and then quickly, it was like, within two seconds, one hit, the map cracked, the second hit, the map cracked a little bit more, and then the water just came from the east and, like, furiously, like, inundated the map. Was it like a tsunami? It's hard to say because it was the map. It wasn't like yeah. I was inside the city, but it wasn't just flooding. It was the it, the water just came furiously and inundated the whole map, the whole region, as as if it was a tsunami, basically. So it it didn't just cover Manhattan, or did it? Was it just hitting Manhattan? Or no, was it? it wasn't just Manhattan. It was like it came and it destructed the entire region. My eyes were just zoomed in in Manhattan, but. Living in New York, and I've lived in New Jersey, too, I know that it would kind of inundate that whole area, you know, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey. At least that's the impression that I got from the dream. So I was seeing everything. I wasn't seeing 3D. I was seeing a 2D version of this happening, you know. Yeah. I was looking at a screen. I was actually standing back and looking at the screen, but based on what I saw in the water quickly, you know, coming and inundating the map, it, it, it led me to believe there would be a tsunami. That's what it reminded me of, like destroying the whole map, like like just taking Manhattan, that whole area off the map, basically. So you had the sense that this was a total destruction, or was it like Yes, a... complete total destruction. Okay. That's what I felt in my spirit. I mean, we would pray and hope that it wouldn't be the case, but that's what I felt. After, you know, I prayed after I woke up. Did you have any sense as to what these missiles were? Um, was it like nuclear bombs or was it just some? Um, I, to me, I felt like they were nuclear bombs, like missiles, like some one actually, and like they were coming from the east. Mm-hmm. So, as if another nation would be attacking us from the east, from the east of, you know, the, the north the uh, northeast coast of the United States. But it wasn't clear to me who it was or if there were more. Um, but all I saw was that area. So this was the first map on the top of the triangle structure we just talked about. Then immediately after I saw the water rush into um, that area of Manhattan in the map, my eyes were drawn to the second map that was on the bottom left. And when I looked at the second map... I saw that there were a few pins pushed into that map. And then I, my eyes went down to the southern part of the United States. And there was a pin pushed into Louisiana and a pin pushed into, like, the eastern kind of part of Texas, like the top east, kind of, like, you know, northeast region. And what was interesting is that the Louisiana 
pin started moving first as if something happened coming from the east of Louisiana and then going, making that curve and going up. Then the Texas pin started moving parallel to it, and together they traced two lines from the southern part of the United States all the way up towards Missouri and going up afterwards. It, it went, like, all the way up to Illinois? To Illinois, right. And that's when it, I stopped watching it, and all I saw was the map tear open, like a big tear in the map, and it filled with the color blue. Okay, so you see these pins moving north, and they... They're moving from the south, moving north, starting with Louisiana first, and then they went all the way up north, past Missouri, towards Illinois, and I saw the map crack open as if the map had torn open in the middle, and then it kind of filled with the color blue. I didn't see rush of water. I just saw the color blue. It is a huge area. It was as if you're carrying, like, a garment, and you're, like, yeah, picture it from Louisiana to Texas, right? And together, they're, they're kind of parallel, but they're tracing the line up. It's a huge area. So these lines go up, and then they crack, like a crack comes in between the lines, and then it fills. So it wasn't exactly a crack. It was like a, a quick tear, like suddenly, like like you're tearing a garment open. Like um, it wasn't just a crack. It, it kind of split open. Okay. Like an earthquake so, would do. Does that make sense? It was, right. So it wasn't just a crack. Like it was just splitting open, like as you're pulling two sides. Apart, like right, a, a lot big, a lot bigger than a crack. Much, much bigger. Much, much bigger. Massive. Like total, massive, total massive. separation of those. Total those, separation, yeah. as if that chunk in between those two lines completely disappeared. Oh wow! So like from one line That's to the I other. Meant. Like it was as if the parts that were in the middle had completely disappeared. Wow. And they were filled with the color blue. That's yeah, I, that's um, pretty that's big, powerful. yeah. It's, it is pretty big. And I know that there have been many people who have had, you know, similar dreams and visions. And hopefully this is a comfort. It was a confirmation to me because sometimes I would pray and say, God, is this really, would this really happen? And uh, so I feel it was a confirmation to me and it would be a confirmation to other people too who are having similar dreams and visions and they need to hear this. It's a scary thing to think about, you know. Yeah, it's um, like a uh, huge it's, chunk of our country is like gone. I've lived in Missouri. I know that whole area. This is what was interesting. This happened, right? And I see this earth split, that whole area disappear in the middle between the two lines. Then quickly my eyes were drawn to the west side of Texas, and I saw two pins pushed into Texas. And together, they started moving up towards the state of Washington all the way west, the western part of the United States. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. But I, that's what I saw. I'm not sure if it means anything. Okay, um, so you saw one pin in west Texas, and where was the other pin? Both. They were both in Texas. Both in west but Texas? But from the western part of Texas, they both started moving a straight line towards the state of Washington. I saw that it started moving up, like, you know, towards that region, and then my eyes were drawn to the next map. Okay. Did you see anything happen after the straight lines were formed? No, I didn't see anything. So, 
but I thought, I know I'm just reporting what I saw. I'm not sure if it means anything, if anything will happen there. Maybe the listeners have had, you know, any similar dreams or visions they they can share with us. And hopefully the Lord will reveal to us what it means in the future. Because it must be important if you let me see it. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that there's something there. Mm -hmm. And then you saw the third map. Right, and then and then right after I saw the second map, right, and I saw the United States splitting open, my eyes were drawn to the map on the right, and it was my eyes were drawn to the state of Florida, and I saw that there were a couple of pins pushed into Florida, and one of one of them was red, and it was in the southern part of Florida, but then I woke up. So I'm sure that it means something. I am not sure what it means could relate to something that's going to happen in that area, in that region of Florida. But the Lord did not reveal that to me. Well, you know, it says we see in part and we know in part, and God right. gives uh, part, actually, of, part of the picture to one person and then... Part of the uh, picture and part to another person. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make something clear um, before, you know, we get into the interpretation here. But I want the listeners to know that... Um, you know, the Lord hasn't given me any dates. He simply gave me this vision. It could, I feel in my heart that this is going to happen um, in my spirit, but he has not given me any dates. It could be a day from now. It could be a month. It could be a year from now. So I'm not sure. And it could be more than a year from now. It could be multiple years. It could years. be more. It could be 10. And, you know, I've been, I listened to, um, David Wilkerson, you know, the late David Wilkerson from Times Square Church. I'm not sure if you've heard about him mm-hmm. um, and his visions and how he prophesied things 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're starting to come to pass now. And he was criticized by the church. And, you know, he was called a fear monger. And um, people didn't receive his message very well. Right, um, and they call him a false it. prophet because it hasn't happened yet. Prophet, right. But there's prophecies recorded in the Bible thousands of years ago that haven't happened yet. Right. You know, they're not invalidated by the passage of time. It's just that's the way it works with the prophetic. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm kind of hesitant to even share this in my own church because I feel like it may not be well received. You know, these rings are not meant to um, bring fear. They're meant to kind of solidify that God is is faithful, that He's true, that you know He has a purpose and a plan for for us, for Israel, and and that His purposes will stand, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff there. So why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, what you have so far? Sure. So to start, you know, with the interpretation. After I woke up from this dream, and I wasn't sure what this all meant, and I asked, you know, God, is there going to be an earthquake in France or you know, what's going to happen? And the Lord spoke to me and said, this is not a literal earthquake. This has to do with the U.N. conference that's taking place this weekend. And the men that you saw in a dream that were spreading a hateful message, those are the leaders of the U.N. They hate God. They hate the Jewish nation. And they're defiant, right? They're trying to discredit God and, and, and Bible prophecy. So then God revealed to me that that shaking was going to be the shaking of the nation, that things are about to change, and that there's going to be a crossroads in history, 
like home in the dream, I saw that, you know, my dad told me that one side of the highway crossed into the other side. And I mm. took that to be a crossroad of time and history and prophecy. Like a major and turning point. Like a major turning point, and whatever they decide this weekend is going to change the fate of many nations. Your dad, do you think he represents God, or what does he represent? I think he represents God, right? God is our Father. So in the dream, I take that, you know, the dad to be God, the Father, revealing to me that we're coming to this crossroads in time and history, and it's a major turning point. This is going to determine our future. Not only the future of, you know, Israel, but the future of the whole world. It's going to change things as we know it. That's, that's my understanding of it. It's going to really, going to change everything. The other thing interesting that your dad says in the dream is, um, you know, you're telling him the damage wasn't too bad over here. And yes. he's telling you that the damage was really bad on the other side of town on the other side of town so it's telling you that there's right. some places are not going to be damaged and other or or right. very little and then others are going to be severely damaged to be severely damaged and then the other thing that i think i left out when i was telling the dream that i wrote it initially is that when I saw the man right when the dream i was outside the earth was shaking and rumbling and when I saw those men hanging the posters, in my spirit, I felt that the, the, the shaking was caused by something that they did underground. They did something underground that caused the shaking. That caused the shaking. And in my spirit, it felt like they had, like, it was an explosion or a small bomb that went off underground, and that was what had caused the shaking. So to me, that means that, you know, if you think about all these leaders in the U.N. and the things that they're involved with, right, the things that are done underground, they're not exposed, they're in darkness, they're in secret. Um, and this will tie in with the other vision that I had later on in the dream. But whatever they do in secret underground, they think that they can defy God, but God knows everything. He exposed the things that are done in secret. Yeah. You had the open vision after that. Right. The open vision, parts of it are pretty self-explanatory. And I think that they represent what I saw in the visions of the three maps could represent, you know, events that may happen to this nation as a result of the U.N. resolution to divide Jerusalem. I'm not sure if the, all the listeners are aware, but basically France is hosting this U.N. conference, right, which... Uh, in which the UN is drafting a resolution to forcibly divide Jerusalem. Uh, and there are about 70 nations that are going to be gathered there. But God promised in Genesis um, 12, 3, right? Uh, God promised to bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. So we know that if the United States agree with this plan to divide Jerusalem, that God could allow these things to happen here in the United States. In Jeremiah 50, 15, verse 15, it says that Babylon has sinned against the Lord. And the prophecy says to take vengeance on Babylon. And it says that, it, I'm going to quote here, as she has done, so do to her. Meaning, you know, as we do to Israel, so will be done to us. And in Jeremiah 50, 29, God says, for she has been proud against the Lord. Think about 
all the, uh, the policies that have been passed here in our country, right, during the Obama administration, and how proud our country has been against the war. And, and I think that people. gets back into uh, what you sensed in your spirit, fantasy land. Like, Right, the fantasy land, and that's what I'm going to talk about here is that, you know, I saw that Disney-like logo. I wasn't sure when I woke up what it meant, but I knew that it symbolized magic and sorcery. What I also found interesting, in Jeremiah chapter 51, right, and this is where people talk about who's Babylon and, you know, the biblical Babylon or a modern Babylon, but in verse um, 13, chapter 51, it says, O you who dwell by many waters, abundant treasures, your end has come. So this Babylon here is surrounded by many waters. Interesting to note, biblical Babylon was not surrounded by many waters, right? Right. Of Iraq. Right. And then also in chapter 51, verses 42, and this kind of ties in with the, the vision I had, um, which is Manhattan being filled with water. It says, The sea has come up over Babylon. She's covered with the multitude of its waves. Her cities are a desolation. There's a verse I want to read in uh, Zechariah okay. chapter 12, verse 1. <laughs> the burden of the word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus declares the Lord, who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. Behold, I'm going to make Jerusalem a cup that causes reeling to all the peoples around. And when the siege is against Jerusalem, it will also be against Judah. It will come about in that day. I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples. All who lift it will be severely injured, and all the nations of the earth will be gathered against it. So he's telling exactly what's happening in our day. You know, yeah. there's been a lot of confirmations. People have seen very similar things to what you saw. One of them is Z3 News contributing author Allison Pound. She had a, a word where she saw the destruction of New York City, but she yeah. saw it coming in two phases. She saw a first, a first phase where she saw what she called the destruction coming upon Babylon, and she was thinking it might even... You know, there is a city, I think it's on Long Island, called Babylon, New York. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she had this prophetic word. I want to read this. It says, You are my witness, you are my witness to all of these things coming upon Babylon. I've made you my witness. You will see, you will speak out what you see. You will see it before it comes. So now declare to them what you're seeing. The gates to the city will be burned to the ground. What are the gates to the city? She has a gateway by the sea. Her name is Babylon. And what, and what is the shining crown of the nation of Babylon? It's New York City. So first you'll witness the gate to New York City. And then you, witness, you will witness the entire city being destroyed. These are two separate events. I'm telling you this now so you'll be able to tell those who remain to leave. Once they see the gateway burned... They must leave. But know this, people of Babylon, I will be with you in the fire and in the flood and in the famine to come. I will be with my people who are in Babylon, even those who remain, whom I have told to remain, until the last. Yes, some of you I will ask to remain so you can rescue the perishing and care for the dying. Your reward will be with me. And you will know that you are in the number who are my special remnant. 
you will not be harmed. It will be for you as it was in the days of the plagues of Egypt. When the angel of death passed, he saw the blood sprinkled on the doorposts. And now I urge you, my people, be about my business. The days grow shorter. The time is near that the time of Babylon in New York is at an end. You can take my word for it. You can take it to the bank. If you continue to take the world's word on it, you'll suffer loss. My word is the only safe bank. You can put all the money, all your money in my bank and know that it will grow in interest. I'm the God who multiplies the God of this world and its bank take from you and there are no returns. Anyway, that was an interesting word. And then she had this other word where God told her to draw a sketch because she draws. And uh-huh. in this sketch, he, he has her draw uh, the New York skyline and a, a, a bird nest in the, in the foreground with two eggs in it. And the eggs start cracking, and I'm not going to get into all the details. But what was interesting okay. is she show, she showed how she shared how she draws this, and then God said, "Don't forget the water." And uh, I thought that was interesting because she's talking about a crack in New York City, right. and then she's wow. then she's, t- she's he's telling her, "Don't forget the water," and uh, so that was very similar. And I, I'm getting goosebumps now as you're talking about this. It's and wow, listen, powerful. There's another one, Daryl Sampson. He's a Z3 contributing author as well, and his wife gets a lot of prophetic words. And she had this dream, and in this dream she went to a prophetic conference in New York City. She's sitting on the front row listening to a lady speaking prophetically, and then the Holy Spirit falls on her, And she starts praying in her prayer language, and the speaker sees her on the front row. She sees what's happening, and so the cameras turn to her, and then a watermelon appears in her lap with, a he says, a pestle in her hand. She begins grinding the inside of the watermelon, and once the inside is completely ground up, she lays the pestle down, starts dipping her hands into the watermelon, And she brought her hands up. They're covered with watermelon juice, with juice running down her hands like blood. And then the Lord says he's declared judgment on New York City. The grinding of the inside of the watermelon represented what would happen to New York. And I thought that was interesting because, again, it's the water. You got the water and you got the churning, the destruction going on. Okay, so I have this man, Mike Shreve, who has a ministry based in Cleveland, Tennessee. I think that's where he's based. But in 2012, he received a vision of the destruction of New York City. And I want to play this one-minute clip where he shares what he saw. Earlier in the uh, year 2012... I had a dream where I saw New York City lifted up above the ground and it became translucent. Uh, uh, You could see right through it. And then it rushed uh, across uh, the United States of America and across the Pacific and hovered over Japan. And then it merged with that area in eastern, northeastern Japan, where that terrible tragedy took place uh, about a year prior to that, uh, where there was an earthquake and a tsunami and a nuclear incident. And I saw 
New York City destroyed with the same level of destruction. And uh, uh, that makes me very concerned that there will be a nuclear incident in New York City. But um, if that happens in the near future, I believe it will only serve to bring America to repentance. And one of the things that Mike Shreve pointed out in another part of that same program, that clip came from Sid Ross' It's Supernatural program from 2012. Uh But he pointed out that the world under President Obama, the world experienced a proliferation of nuclear weapons, you know, with North Korea and uh, Iran is well on their way now, thanks to Obama's deal with them. So the world is a much more dangerous place. And it's kind of ironic because one of the things Obama promised when he ran for president in 2008 was he wanted to eliminate nuclear weapons and the threat of nuclear war and He did just the opposite. As I was working on this, uh, posting this article that you wrote, Mm -hmm. um, I added a photo and the section about the two pins moving north from Texas, Louisiana, because there's a map. I'm not quite sure who made this, but it shows their forecast for the United States, and it it shows almost exactly what what you described in this photo, because it... Right. It shows the uh, the United States torn in two, and a huge, not just a river, but I'm like, it's like huge. It's almost as if the ocean is rushing right. into the south and you, filling up that that huge area and going all the way thing. up to right. Illinois. Right, that map. You know, we don't think about it these things because we take it for granted, and the right. the system is working and. Uh, food and energy, gasoline is distributed across the country. And right. we had a disruption a few years back where something, there was a minor, relatively minor event compared to what we're talking, very minor compared to what we're talking about. But it caused uh, gas lines that run from Texas to Georgia were disrupted, and there was no gasoline to be found in Georgia for several days. And, you know, it's, it causes all kind of disruptions. But imagine yeah. imagine if there's like an almost an ocean of water separating Texas from Georgia. And forget getting gas for a long time. This map that I was looking at, what's interesting about it, too, is it shows the lower half of Florida underwater. And uh, you wow. said you, you saw a red push pin in Florida. Hey. Right. Uh, was it? Like as if it was perfect, something was going to happen there next. And but what, it didn't what, what see part it. of Florida? It was the southern part of Florida. Um, I didn't see if it was like Miami, could be anywhere between, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but it was the, on the eastern coast of Florida. But it reminded me, like, that maybe, I don't want to say it because I didn't see it, but like Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, that. That's what it looked like in the map. Well, I, I just found it interesting that this map, and again, I don't know who did this map, but they show the the lower half of Florida underwater. And I, you didn't see what happened, but you saw a red pushpin. Uh, a red pushpin. You know, and red is a color of warning. So right. it sounds like that lower half of Florida would, was the targeted area. It was a targeted error and something would happen there next. That's the, the feeling that I sensed in my spirit. But then I woke up. I want to read this uh, word that another Z3 contributing author shared, uh, Brett Creamer. 
This was back in 2008, and I'm going to just read what he wrote because it says, I was given a vision that was so real, it frightened me to my core. My family and I were visiting with my parents in Fort Myers, Florida for the weekend. Okay, so he lives in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is about halfway down, and he was driving right. to Fort Myers, Florida. So we're talking southern. On the uh, from western, the, right? On the, yeah. Um, they're talk, right. But we're talking like from the middle of Florida going south. And it okay. says... Um, after dinner, we said our goodbyes and hit the road to head back to St. Petersburg, which is about an hour and 45 minutes. We were on the road for about 15 minutes when my kids fell asleep in the back of the vehicle. My wife said she's going to lay her head back and try to get a quick nap. I looked at my wife and kids and was so thankful for what God had done in my life and in the life of my family. As soon as she closed her eyes, I started praying to God. I was telling him how thankful I am for my family and for the life he's given us. I told him how wonderful our home was, but in the grand scheme of things, we didn't care about it because it will all burn away. He says, well, instantly, as I'm telling God that, I found myself standing in the living room of my home in St. Petersburg, and I had no idea what was happening nor where my family went. I looked around and everything had a tinge of blue to it. The walls shimmered with diamonds of light the way it looks when you're swimming underwater in a pool on a sunny day. At that time, I had no idea what the light was and what was happening because just seconds before, I was just driving with my family on the highway in the dark. As I looked up, I saw the roof was partially ripped off the house and I could see that the house was actually underwater. I could see the light streaming down from the surface as it reflected all over the walls of the living room. The surface of the water looked like it was at least 15 feet above the roof line. As I stared in amazement at the scene I was standing in, I was suddenly brought back to where I was praying in my car with my family all around me. To say I was overwhelmed would be an understatement. I got that dream in 2008. Since then, we moved out of Florida and moved to Indiana. We still own the house in Florida since it's financially underwater. No pun intended. Anyway, it's a great testimony. It, it certainly, you know, you didn't see what happened there, but you saw that same area. The same area targeted for destruction, and you saw the massive amount of water in the Gulf of Mexico. That's an interesting confirmation of what you saw, I think. It could be, it could be the same event. I want to play one more one-minute clip. This is Pastor John Kilpatrick had this dream in April of 2008 in which he saw the United States divided by a great earthquake immediately after putting pressure on Israel to divide their land. It's a very stirring dream. I never had one that real before. When I woke up, it stirred me to the point that I asked my wife to hold me, and I'm, you know, a grown man, and I've never done that ever before with a dream of any kind. But I dreamed of an earthquake that took place. It, it, show, it was shown to me in several stages, and I won't go through the details of it. But um, uh, the Lord showed me that an earthquake was going to hit in the middle part of the country, right where the New Madrid Fault is. And it was so real that it, when the Lord showed it to me that I'd walk by the television set for several days after that, and I, in my mind I couldn't understand why it wasn't on television. But the Lord was showing me, I believe, that if we continue to fool with Jerusalem and, and our Secretary of State and our President keeps putting pressure on Israel to give up land and to give up Jerusalem, 
for peace, I believe that a major earthquake is going to strike America. And it was right in the middle of the country. And what I saw on there was Indianola, and like an old Spanish map. I saw the word Indianola, and then I saw it scroll down a little bit southwest, and I saw the word Europa, and that was in Missouri. And uh, if you superimpose the New Madrid Fault between Indianola, Illinois, and Europa, Missouri, that is basically an exact replica of the New Madrid Fault. And I won't go through the details of the dream, but it was very, very real. Okay, so that's a pretty awesome confirmation. <laughs> is yeah, exactly what you think. Yeah, what a turning point, right? Like a crossroads where we, you know, if you keep pushing to divide Jerusalem, then this will happen. Right. He specifically was shown it was connected to dividing the land of Israel. And we've had some incidents, like in 2005, we put pressure on them. We, we forced them out of Gaza. But there's never been a time in the history of Israel where their land has been divided into two states. They've talked about this two-state solution ever since the formation of Israel. The U.N. vote back in 1947 right. talked about the formation of a state of Palestine and a state of Israel. For 70 years now, they talked about it, but it never happened. So this is unprecedented. What's happening this weekend in Paris, it's never happened before. And yeah. they're talking about not only dividing the land of Israel that they call Palestinian territories, which I find absurd because the whole land for thousands of years has belonged to the, yeah. the people of they're Israel. Israel. Mm -hmm. But they're talking about also dividing Jerusalem and taking the eastern half of Jerusalem, which is where the old Jerusalem is, and... I mean, how in the world they come up with that part of the city belongs to the Palestinians when the people of Israel built that, right. you know, that old city and mm -hmm. lived there for thousands of years. And there was no Palestine. Uh, so anyway, this is unprecedented stuff that's happening right now with these 70 nations that represents basically all the nations. But those 70, I think, are going to be. Uh, they're making themselves targets for judgment to fall on them. Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli prime minister, said that he had ironclad proof that Obama had orchestrated this recent mm -hmm. December uh, UN resolution. And, uh, he, you know, it's not, it's not just that the U.S. abstained from the veto, but we actually orchestrated the UN resolution behind the scenes. Right. Of course, never admitting to it. But when when Israel says they have ironclad proof, I believe they're telling the truth. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of what I saw in my dream, how I felt like, you know, the earth shaking was the result of something that was being done underground in secret, right? And in the occult. And it kind of ties in with that, right? How the United States is doing all of those things in secret and they're orchestrating this and they're, they're going to cause all these things to come upon the nation because of the decisions that Obama has made. Not just Obama, I mean, you know, the our leaders in general. Yeah, Obama is doing more damage in his last month mm -hmm. than he did in the previous eight years. And, you know, people don't connect the dots. People don't connect the dots between what he's done there in the U.N. resolution with what's about to happen. But what your dream tells us is it's a direct connection, and you've read some great scriptures to show that. God says they're connected.
And God's given yeah, you a dream. Biblical. Yeah, he's given you a dream to co- that connects the dots. And I have this other prophetic word that uh, Sadhu Sundar Selvaraj received. He says, Suddenly I saw an open vision right before my eyes. I saw a mighty angel with a long drawn sword in his hand, and he stood before me speaking all of these words. Then he said, This is what will happen to the best friend that will betray Israel and divide Jerusalem. When he spoke those words, I saw this map of the United States like in a three-dimensional. It appeared right before my eyes beside the angel. And he took the sword and he pierced right into the heart of the United States and he cut it into two. He said, Likewise will this nation be divided as Jerusalem will be divided. He cut the land into two exactly in the center. So wow. it's another powerful confirmation of your yes, dream. Yes, another confirmation. It's like God is speaking to us. He's like yelling a loud voice, hey, look, what, look, look what's happening. This is going to happen. He's, he's trying to really get our attention here. John Paul Jackson, uh, he used to see newspaper headlines. And one of the newspaper headlines he saw was, the heading says, The Great Divide. And then below that, the subhead says, the new normal on the Mississippi River. And he explained this was a headline from a little while after an earthquake had happened. They were no longer able to go from New Orleans all the way up the Mississippi River. Something had happened with the river in an earthquake. And they're going to call this the Great Divide. And this is how business was now operating on the Mississippi River since they could no longer go the whole way up. There's a double meaning there, um, the great divide of Jerusalem and the great divide in the United States. Absolutely. So there's a parallel there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I have so many of these confirmations I could go on and on. But, I know, uh, this is amazing, yeah. I don't know, there's just a whole lot of people seeing major changes in the flow of water through that region and a dividing of the land. Okay, so I have one more clip that I want to play because this one adds some more information that I think is really important. It gives us a sequence of events. And this is from Pastor Shane Warren from West Monroe, Louisiana. And he received this vision in 2011. And in 2012, he appeared on Sid Ross television program, which is called It's Supernatural. And this is a three-minute clip. And he shares what he saw about the earthquake hitting on the New Madrid fault line. But but what I found very interesting is a major event. He saw a major event happening prior to that, which is the devaluation of the dollar. And the way he describes it, it sounds like the dollar being devalued almost to zero. So here's his clip. Approximately a year or so ago, I was uh, sitting on the couch. I thought I had fallen asleep when in reality I was in a vision, an open vision. I have a large screen television in my living room. I was sitting on the couch watching television. And again, I thought I was dreaming. As I watched, there was a a weather broadcast that was on television. And there was a news anchor who said, the most amazing thing is going on right now. It's tragic. It's tragic. And they were building this this news broadcast around this event. And they, uh, he said, normally hurricanes hit on the coastal lines. He said, but there is a hurricane that seems to be spreading down or, or coming across the heartland of America. 
At that point, he showed a satellite image of America, and I was horrified as I watched a storm covering the north, from the northern border to the southern border, from east to west, as this massive storm with the eye right over the center of America, a hurricane coming across the center of America. Immediately it came back to this anchor. The anchor said, we have somebody on the ground in the eye of the storm. We're going to go to him now. They pitched it to a news reporter. This news reporter in the eye of the storm, and as you would see in a hurricane, the wind is blowing violently and they're being tossed to and fro. He said, this is the most amazing thing. I don't understand it. This is not a natural storm. That was his words. He said, this isn't normal. He said, look at what it's raining. And he reached down on the ground and he's picking up and he holds in his hand a fist of $1 bills. He said, this isn't, this isn't natural. It's raining dollar bills. And the anchor and this correspondent went back and forth about the meaning of this dollar bills. He said, I don't understand. It's almost like they're worthless. They're worthless. It was raining dollars. About that time, it came back to the anchor. He said, ladies and gentlemen, another tragedy has hit America. He said, right in the heartland of America on the New Madrid Fault, a major earthquake has just hit. And immediately pictures of devastation show, uh, began to pop up all over America, the heartland of America, along the New Madrid Fault, as earthquakes cause entire cities to, cr- to crumble. And while I was sitting there, I heard a booming voice in behind my ear that said, they have divided my land, now I will divide their land. The Word of God goes on to prophesy in Joel, I believe it is, that if we divide His land, that God will divide our land. I I never realized the, the prophetic implications of that, but I knew immediately in my dream or in this vision that He was speaking about Israel and specifically Jerusalem. Okay, so this is a great confirmation of the United States being split down the middle as a direct result of splitting Jerusalem. But if Shane Warren's vision is correct, that event comes after the dollar is totally devalued. I find that information very helpful because over the past several years, God's been giving me dreams and words and showing me the sequence of events with the dollar before it actually dies, which is what it sounds like Shane Warren is describing, a dollar that has died. It's raining worthless dollars. But I saw events that happened prior to that, which begins with this dream that I had in July 2014. And I'm not going to go into the details, but the bottom line is the dollar gets devalued significantly, but not anywhere close to zero. Now, I wrote an article a while back called The Final Four Seasons of the U.S. Dollar, which is posted on Z3News.com. You can use the search tool and you can find it. I called it The Final Four Seasons because that's what I saw more or less. The first season where the dollar is gaining value, that season is where we are now. It's continuing to gain value, and I don't think it's done yet. I think we're going to see the dollar continue to get stronger as the euro gets weaker. And then you have season two where the dollar gets significantly devalued. And that was a specific event that I saw in a dream that causes a major impact on the financial institutions around the world. And that leads right into season three where the global demand for dollars is so weakened that no matter what the Fed tries to do to prop it up, there's nothing they can do. It just keeps slowly losing value. And it leads right into season four where the dollar becomes worthless. 
So if we put all of that together, we have a sequence of events that leads us right up to the earthquake hitting the New Madrid fault line. And for that reason, I don't expect to see this earthquake hitting next week or next month and probably not even this year. But I think if we pay close attention to the dollar and if we see the dollar soaring in value, which it is doing right now, but I believe it's going to go even higher. But if we see that happen, followed by a sudden devaluation of the dollar, that will be a confirmation that we are right on course following this sequence of events. We'd be in season three at that point, season four not too far away, and that leads right up to the fulfillment of what Shane Warren saw with the earthquake. Now, I want to say something here because there are a lot of prophetic voices, well-known prophetic voices, that are out there saying the future is bright, all is well, America's best days are ahead, Donald Trump is going to be a two-term president who's going to lead America and make America great again. I'm telling you, do not listen to those voices. They contradict everything God has shown me. And by the way, what I've seen is unfolding right before our eyes. What I saw was America going through a series of very big problems. And this was leading up to the year 2020. So here we are now, just three years to go, and these things are starting to happen because in December, December 23rd of 2016, the United Nations passed a resolution to divide Israel. There's no better, faster way to cause trouble throughout the world than to divide Israel. We have been warned about that all throughout the scriptures. It's in Zechariah. It's in Jeremiah. It's in Genesis. It's all throughout the Bible. And yet here it is happening in our day for the first time in our lifetime. Israel is in grave danger of being divided. That's what this Paris conference is all about. And then along comes Fernanda with her dream telling us we are at a major crossroads in world history. I'm telling you, it's not time to lose hope, but it's time to get real and recognize what's going on in the world and recognize some of these voices out there. We need to shut them off because they're false prophets. This is exactly what the false prophets have done all throughout history. Just read the book of Jeremiah. God gave Jeremiah a word of warning for Israel, but right there, speaking just the opposite, was a false prophet. And guess which one the people listened to? They threw Jeremiah into a mud pit. And I'm not saying that the sky is going to fall tomorrow, but there's some severe warnings from some very respected prophets like Sadhu Sundar Selvaraj and many others who are telling us war is on the horizon for this year. By the end of 2017, war begins in the Middle East. And I just did my previous podcast was on that topic. So if you want to hear more about that, just go find my, my previous, just the one right before this, and you can hear all kind of confirmations on that word. America and the world is entering into the final chapter. 
and it is time to get right with God. You know, there's so many other confirmations that saw the same thing that you saw in your dream. Mm -hmm. And these things have been coming in literally for years now. And um, going back, you know, some of those I was reading from 2008. Uh, I think some were older than that. I'm not sure. I think John Paul Jackson, I think, was even before that he saw these things. But what what has changed is it's happening now. You know, now we have the event in Paris where they're actually doing it. They're actually conspiring together right now. And uh, so that's what makes it different. And again, like you mentioned, we don't know the timing. This doesn't mean something's going to happen next week or next month. This could go on. Who knows? In fact, some of the stuff. For years, yeah. Yeah, some of the stuff that you that you saw hitting New York City, according to the word that Allison Pound had, that comes after a smaller event hits Babylon, New York. So you know, all of that could take some time to play out, and it sounds like the same event described in Revelation 18. And right. what you read in Jeremiah 50, 51. So th- those things, we could see those events happening, you know, during the final years before the Lord returns, during the tribulation, the great tribulation. Right. It could take some time for all that to happen. We don't know the timing. I think the main thing is these these events are going to happen and the world doesn't connect the dots because they're not reading the scriptures like the ones you read. Right. They don't understand the, the direct connection between messing with God's plans because Israel's a central part of his end-time plans. Right. They don't understand so, so that when these things, these things happen, they're like, what, what, what? What's happening? So it's important. I think the, the main thing that your dream does is it directly connects those events to what's coming in the United States. What's coming. And, and right. what you saw was just a small part because you just saw what happens in the United States. And there's 70 right. nations. And only part of it, right. Yeah. There's 70 nations. But that's when I woke up from the dream. That's what I sensed in my heart is God telling me that this is going to be a crossroads and it's going to determine the fate of many nations, all the nations that are involved in the U.N., you know, the peace process. So it's not just here. That's what I saw. But... There will be things happening all over the world, and I'm sure that, you know, people in other nations may be having dreams and visions about things that are going to happen in their own countries, and I'm sure God is revealing it to them. We're going to have to just wait and see. Yeah, and that was the other point. When I read your dream, the other main point I got out of it was to understand the whole point of the crossroads and how this is a game changer. We are yeah. we are entering into the final day, the last of the last days here. Don't and I, when I say that, you know, in the, in the overall scheme of you know, 6,000 years of history, this thing mm-hmm. could go on, you know, another 20 years or so. But we're we're wrapping it up. We're moving into that what uh, Zechariah called the time of Jacob's trouble. Mm-hmm. where the whole world is arrayed against Israel, and it comes to a yeah. climax in the Battle of Armageddon where they literally come against Israel with oh. armies from all sides. Yeah. And, and God's eventually bl- they're going to come against Christ, right? Right. They're waging they war. They think that they can even do that against, right, when you return. Well, they're literally waging war against God. And God is going to intervene, and he's going to fight for, for Israel. They're... 
with all the world arrayed against Israel, they won't prevail. There's going to be trouble, you know, and God's going to use that trouble to bring the people of Israel to their Messiah, you know, to bring them to the point where they're willing to turn their hearts to God. And, uh, you know, Israel today is an unrighteous nation, a lot of unrighteousness and uh, not a lot of faith in God. It's a very secular nation. But through this shaking that's coming, God's going to get the attention of those people, and he's going to have a remnant of Israel that returns to him before he returns to the earth. Amen. We are entering in, I really believe, and there is a prophetic word by Doug Addison saying that we are entering into right now not just a new season, but a new era. You know, we a just, new era. That's the feeling I had after I woke up on that dream. Like everything's about, everything's going to change. Like the, the world as we know it is about to change. And we've already seen evidence of that. If you look at uh, mm-hmm. the, I was doing a study on the number of terrorist, terrorist incidents in the world. Mm-hmm. And in the year 2015, they started increasing dramatically. In the year 2016, it's just multiplied over that. There's so many things happening in the world today that you're seeing. Pastor James Maloney back in the 1980s received a word. He's told that God told him in the year 2015, darkness would begin to increase exponentially in the earth. And you're seeing that happen. You see the infiltration of Islamic millions, literally just in Germany alone, they had 1.1 million Muslims, immigrants, came into their country in 2015, and they're still coming. There's many more coming. There's just a complete... Even here in this country, right, through the, the border with Mexico, there, you know, it's estimated that there are many uh, terrorists that have infiltrated this country as well. Right. And and so you're seeing this as as this uh, shifting in the in the population. You're seeing the, the, the Muslim people... Uh, going into all these other parts of the world where they weren't living before. And as a result, they're having all sorts of trouble where they're trying to enforce their Sharia law. They're raping women. They're uh, terrorizing wherever they go. And, And that's why you have this dramatic increase in terrorist incidents throughout the world just in the last, just in 2016 and it started in 2015, that's further evidence to show there's a shifting going on right now, and it's irreversible. We're not going to undo this stuff. We're not going to have all these millions of Muslims move back to their countries. We're not going to have the world suddenly, you know, stop talking about dividing Israel. We are going full force into this final chapter And we're going to see this thing come to a head when the Lord himself appears in the sky and it's over. So it's pretty exciting to see. It is exciting. And uh, it's exciting. I mean, we need to pray because there's so many people who are lost. But we also know that, you know, the shaking of the world and all these things that are about to happen will also bring many people to repentance and to salvation. So... And, you know, God is using this shaking that's coming is going to draw many people. You know, there's a great revival coming through the shaking. And yes, unfortunately, that's not God's best plan. I mean, not his perfect will. He, he would rather draw people to repentance through his kindness. But when people are so hard-hearted and so complacent, 
and uh, just like you said, living in fantasy land, then then it requires a shaking to say you're not in reality, people. You got a, you need a dose of reality here to wake you up yeah. from your spiritual mm-hmm. stupor and yeah. get right with God before you go into eternity. None of this stuff is pleasant that we're talking about, no. but ultimately God has good purposes in mind. Okay, I think I said the previous clip was going to be the last one, but I want to add one more, and it's a short one, and it's because it's really good news, and this is from that same program with Shane Warren, and he saw, in that same interview, he saw God has awesome plans for his people, for the church, for these times that we're going into right now, we're going to see amazing things. So this is a one-minute clip. Churches became cities of refuge. The body of Christ stood up like a mighty sleeping giant in the earth and began began to, to, to minister. And people were coming to them. And I saw signs and wonders and miracles being poured out all over America. I saw America being shaken as the world couldn't go to the government anymore. They had to come back to, to the church for help, literally like cities of refuge. Entire cities became cities of refuge where where the scripture talks about there was rain in one city and not no rain in another city. I saw that as people were plunging into these cities because there was life there. There was glory there. The presence of God was there. There was peace there. And they were running to that. And revival was taking place. So this is very good news. This is what the prophet Isaiah saw in Isaiah chapter 60, that the same time that the world is getting darker and darker, the light of God is arising on His people, those who walk uprightly before Him. And the glory of the Lord is arising on us now. God brings judgment to make wrong things right. People that are not walking right with God are in great danger of being uh, corrected. They could could lose everything. They could lose their lives. But people who are right with God, the judgment is not aimed at them. The judgment comes to make the wrong things right. So the safest place to be is to get right with God. And that that means living right. That means doing what he calls right, not what you know, not what we call right, but what he calls right, according to his holy Bible. It's, it's all laid out, what he calls right and wrong. And as we begin to do, not just talk, but do what he says to do, then, we're, then we are aligning ourselves with him. We're walking uprightly before God, and that is the safest place to be. Every thought, every word, every deed... You know, David said, let the, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God. And if we're willing to lay, if we're willing to honor God 24-7 to the best of our abilities, you know, and seek him with our whole heart, then we have nothing to fear. Because even if we, if trouble comes, he'll either move us out of the way or protect us or give us an assignment to carry out, you know, like somebody described there, to carry out his his will to help people who are hurting and going through this and not understanding what's happening. But whatever it is, it's going to be good. 
God's purpose for us. And worst case scenario, if it's if he says it's time for us to go, well, we have a eternal reward waiting for us in heaven, so we have nothing to fear even in death. So the whole thing is a win-win for those who are walking uprightly. Well, Fernanda, thank you again for coming and sharing this awesome dream. I find it so amazing that just four days prior to the Paris conference, God gives you this incredible dream. I know, and it's like I'm, I can't even fathom it because it's, it's so amazing, and I, I can't believe he's trusted me with this information. It's very humbling, and as I said before, I was very hesitant to share with, with others. But, you know, I'm sure he's given this, this dream and this vision to me for a purpose, and I hope that it will be encouraging to, uh, to people and it will, you know, maybe be a confirmation to some other people who are having similar dreams. Maybe it's time for them to start sharing, too. Well, I believe it will. I believe a lot of people around the world will listen closely to every word of what you've shared, and it will make an impact, a life-changing impact. And I thank God for it. I thank God for you and all that you're doing and your courage to step out. So thanks for joining me today, and I hope to be back again soon with another program. Until then, so long.